Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swam, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Finn, and I am joined once again by the awesome Tara Rummer, Director of Community and Events at Imibot. Tara, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Connor? Doing amazing. We are recording in the new year. How's the new year treating you? Um, we're what, like four days in, so pretty good. Still avoiding the gym, <laughs> but you know, is what it is. <laughs> well, three days into the work year, I'll put it that way. Oh, yeah. This has been a really welcome break for me because I've been working on audits. I don't know if you've ever had to audit literally anything. I yeah. am basically banging my head against the wall most days. Um, I always say that I like math and the people are like, oh, you must love working on spreadsheets. I was like, no, it is the worst thing in the world to me. It is boring. It is repetitive. I hate it. Let me go do anything. I will go, uh, I don't know, anything, pick up dog crap. For other people, before <laughs> I would like to, spreadsheets. <laughs> I'd rather do anything than spreadsheets. Just repetitive things I don't enjoy. The amount of pivot tables I'm using right now are ridiculous. <laughs> it, it is insane. Um, it's silly. We had you in the podcast talking about imposter syndrome before. Yeah, that was fun. A lot of people go through that. By the way, if you're listening and you think you're the only one, it's not the case. Everyone has imposter syndrome, even if they don't admit it. Um, and today we're talking about a managing adult ADD. So I have a, I have a question. You were recent, uh, you, you said you were recently diagnosed with ADHD. What were looking back, what were the signs that you feel like you missed? Uh, or you, you kind of knew it, but you ignored that you had adult ADD or ADHD and did just didn't go get diagnosed with it. Have you ever had a conversation with me? No. I, have. <laughs> uh, I think your words were, well, that's not really surprising. <laughs> I told you. So. Yeah. Yeah, my actually my doctor, it's really funny. I've always been super high performing and you know, I was that good kid growing up. I made all good grades and I, I did everything I needed to do. But I found out from my doctor that it was actually super underdiagnosed when I was growing up and then it was overdiagnosed. So he wasn't surprised when I went in at 30 and was like, Hey, my friend is a nurse and she thinks I have ADD. What do you think? He's like, You didn't know? Like he had no idea. I had moved to Louisiana. So this is a different doctor than who I grew up with. And he's like, absolutely. You know how you tell stories, but then you get sidetracked by literally anything. And you'll tell about seven other stories in the process of getting back to your point or just not getting back to your point at all. He's like, that's a, that's a pretty big like red flag that you would have. This. So I always thought like ADHD would be hyperactivity or any things like that. I didn't know it also came in a form of inattentiveness. So someone can be talking to me and I can be responding, but I will literally hear nothing they say unless I am looking them directly in the eye. And that's actually taken a lot for my husband to realize because he'll have full on conversations with me. And he's like, do you know what I just said? I'm like, no, <laughs> not, not one word. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. So my brain's just a little everywhere all the time. It's <laughs> really what it is. And apparently I missed that for 30 years of my life. Well, at least now you know. Uh, yeah, and I try to be cognizant of it and realize not everybody thinks like I do, so they're probably not following the seven stories I'm telling. 
How has that changed your life? Do you find yourself, I guess, acting different now that you're aware uh, that that you have ADD or that you have this tendency to fragment off into a thousand directions? Do you find you catching yourself? Like, how has it changed your life? So, yeah, I, I try to catch myself and I let everybody know I'm pretty honest about it. Like, this is how my brain works. Um, if you notice me going on a tangent or on, you know, I'm somewhere in left field while we're, you know, talking about something completely different, let me know. Um, because I get really excited. I like sharing experience with people. So that's always going to overshadow everything. And I'll just start telling all of the stories. Um, but with work specifically, I did, I am medicated. Um, and it was almost life-changing for me because I didn't realize people didn't struggle the way I did to get specific things done. Um, and I still, I mean, I have a lot of like, I think I said, I have a bunch of little quirks or little things that I do to keep myself kind of in line because being you know, a VP of operations, you're over a lot of things and a lot of things are moving at once. And I find that I can get very overwhelmed very easily because of the way my brain works and going, okay, I've got 72 tasks. I'm going to do them all at once instead of going, okay, wait, let's take a step back and prioritize. And, you know, the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the matrix, but I use that urgency priority matrix a lot of, okay, what can I hand to somebody else? Let's, let's be realistic with my time. So yeah, I, I've implemented a lot of little like things in my daily life to really help, I guess. Have you noticed it changing either since you've been diagnosed or as you've gotten older, how is your, uh, ADHD? My brain's still everywhere. Still everywhere. (laughs) Still everywhere. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people assume that like you get medicated, they're like, Oh, it's going to fix it. And it's like, no, that's, it's not, it helps, it helps, but you have to take the medicine and then you also have to do the, you know, improve your situation. So like with work, my hand is kind of in everything. This is a lot of people in small business, right? So, you know, one day I can be working on accounting and auditing things. And the next I can be needing to do something with marketing or name, whatever it is. It's just, you wear a whole bunch of hats. So like, just personally, what I've done, somebody else adopted this too recently. I have everything in my Outlook calendar. Everything has to be written down. I don't use lists anymore because this didn't really work for me. But I have everything color-coded based on how my brain has to function in that time. So like if it's an accounting or invoicing thing, it's green. Or if it's you know working on something, it's purple. And I give myself time between those to let my brain kind of readjust to what I need to do next. Because if I don't, I can go and spend seven hours working on something I probably shouldn't have been working on. It's like, oh, this thing sounds really interesting to me. Let me go do that. <laughs> then you catch yourself at the end of the day. And you're like, what did, what I, did do? I do? <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, that was happening a lot before I put in like these little tricks, I guess. Do you find that there's like any superpowers or any benefit to being able to, I guess, juggle those hundred thoughts at a time? Is there any positive? To, to the way you think it? So I think there is because it's made me more like a problem solver. And, and that can be a good and a bad thing because when you're thinking about all of these different things at once, you're trying to figure out, or at least I am, how they work together or how they can potentially work together. Um, so I consistently with like my team members, they'll come in and they'll want to talk to me and I'll stop them at the door and go, all right, what brain do you need me in? Do you need me to solve your problem or do you need to just talk? Like, 
because I'm immediately going to go to solve your problem because I know of all these other things that could potentially play into it. So I think that's kind of a superpower in that you can critically think. And if it's something especially you're interested in, I mean, I'll spend, all, like I said, I'll spend all day doing something I'm fully invested in. So yeah, I think that's a superpower. Um, heightened excitement, maybe I guess you could call it for something. It, you definitely have more energy than most people I've met. And that's uh, it, it, like, if I'm, if I have a day where I'm just like way low energy, didn't sleep well or whatever, it's just like everyone can tell. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's like, I don't want to be here. I'm exhausted. I would just much rather be napping, but I don't think I've ever seen you have anything less than 120% of the average person's energy. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I like to do things and I like people. It's just that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than making sure you're being r- real attentive to the conversations you're having, is there any other way this has impacted your work and how you work with other people? So, yeah, um, I found that if it is something that doesn't interest me, like say my auditing I'm doing right now, thank God I'm hiring a finance person. Um, it will take me a lot longer. And somebody told me a long time ago, he's like, you know, people naturally underestimate the things they can do in a short amount of time. So I was doing that. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll have this done in two days. And it'd be like, "Mm, a week later, I'm still doing it. So something I've actually implemented for myself that I think is, it it takes people by surprise because a lot of people, I guess, haven't heard of it is called body doubling. So it's basically time allocated for a temporary like accountability partner. Because when I'm doing those frustrating things or those things I hate doing, and I'm going, oh my God, this thing is just taking me entirely too long. I'll set up a meeting with, it can be, I've done it with people from other companies. I've done it with people in my peer group. I've done it with people in my company where we're literally on a call, just like you and I are right now. But we both go into it with one thing we want to get done in that 90 minutes. And it's like, okay, I am making no headway on this. What are you going to get done in 90 minutes? And we'll write it down when we go in and literally... We don't even talk really when we're in there, except if one of us has a question or if we want to bounce an idea off the other person until we take like a little break at 30 minutes an hour and go, okay, have you made progress? Or are you now suddenly in your email answering all those emails that are sitting there that keep popping up? Um, So that's been something that I think has been super helpful. And it's actually pretty funny. Somebody saw it. It's actually in my scheduling link. It said body doubling session. And somebody saw it recently from another vendor and was like, I literally thought I was on like a a trainer's website and was like, wait, body doubling session. Like, am I going to lift weights all of a sudden? I'm like, I was like, read the description. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie? What about Wednesday? No. Um, it's uh, this sci-fi movie about this dystopian future where you can only have one kid at a time and it's like a mandated thing. And I won't ruin it, but basically it's like there are many copies of this person. Huh? It, um, and I just imagine a world where you have a secret twin you've told nobody about. And it's just like... You pull, That'd be amazing. Like, <laughs> right? Would, I mean, I don't me- know if it's amazing in the movie, but yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm uh, people ask. I'm a triplet, so people ask that all the time. I'm like, we don't look enough alike, and uh, we are so vastly different people that uh, it would not work. I would not be able to re- replace me with my, any of my brothers, and vice versa. So you're a triplet with brothers, two brothers, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I have twin brothers, and they look nothing alike. In my opinion, apparently everyone else thinks they do, and they act nothing alike. So they definitely can't replace each other. <laughs> Like their personalities are so different. 
we act nothing alike as well. And I told this to my team the other day. I found out there are fraternal, identical, and then there is a third type of twin called a polar body twin. What is yeah. that? That was uh, so Now we're down a rabbit. Yeah, eighty-eight. Maybe maybe we shouldn't have talked about ADHD today. Um, one thing I do want to make sure uh, for, for the benefit of everyone listening: what are some ways that you consciously deal with this? Whether it's managing your symptoms or just I find that sometimes just being aware that you have a tendency to do certain things is really powerful. What are some ways you manage and deal with this? So I think awareness and then not everything that, I mean, because you can Google it, you can read books on it. Not everything's going to work for everybody, right? So I know for myself, using my calendar works for me, using my body doubling works for me. I also am a big fan of using timers because I would go down a rabbit hole or, you know, not, I would realize like, our service managers would be like, did you eat lunch today? And I'd be like, no, I didn't eat breakfast either. And like just forgetting to do basic things. So I actually set like 60 or 90 minute timers depending on what I'm doing. Um, and then a big thing for me is also keeping my spaces organized. So there are some people who love clutter and love living in chaos. If, I mean, you'll notice behind me, there's really not any, is that you? Do you like clutter and chaos? Uh- <laughs> No, no, I, I like order, but sometimes I exist in between. I was going to mention, I do see your sequence hat that I've always seen you wear behind you. Yeah, there's a few. Right there. There's one hanging right here too. But oh, you have more I, than one. Oh, I have five. I've made five. I'm working on a sixth one right now. Oh <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I keep. I have to keep everything clean. Like there's nothing on my desk because what will end up happening is I'll be like, oh, I can start cleaning that. It's just random things that don't need to be happening, right? Same thing happens with my email. If I see someone's email and they have like thousands of unread messages or just thousands of messages in there, I will panic. Um, Mine has 20 and they're all read. (laughs) And if I have to do something with them, that's the only reason they're still there. So those are things that have kind of helped me get it under control, I would say. But we all still have our squirrel moments where, you know, I don't have ducks in a row. I have squirrels at a rave is what I say. And just kind of deal with it as it comes. <laughs> squirrels at a rave. That'd be a good yep. title for a book. <laughs> That's going to be my autobiography. <laughs> for uh, folks who want to connect with you or learn a little bit more about you or Emmy Bot, how would you suggest they reach out and uh, do that? So they can do that on LinkedIn. Um, I'm pretty active on there. Or they can email me at trummer at emmy.bot. So pretty easy to get find. And I'm at a awesome. lot of conferences. So come say hi. I'm in a glitter hat, frankly. <laughs> like the one right behind you over like your left right shoulder. There. Yep. Uh, awesome. Any last words of advice for anyone listening or watching? If anyone wants to talk to me about it, I'm super open about it. And I'm happy to be a resource. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. For, for folks listening or watching, we'll have links to uh, Tara's LinkedIn and also uh, Emmybot in the show notes for you. Um, thanks so much for watching, Tara. Thanks for being here. It was a blast yeah. chatting with you again. And uh, hopefully we will be chatting soon. Yeah, of course. Bye. Awesome. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.